0: We take a single episode of a science fiction TV series and overanalyze it to within an inch of its life. This is the Fusion Patrol Podcast. Welcome to the discussion. Hello, and welcome to another galactic episode of fusion patrol i'm eugene and i'm ben and tonight we're looking at the episode that last week i told you was my most hated and feared episode of this series the young lords starbuck and boomer on patrol are ambushed by cylons Once again, the superior colonial warriors defeat a greater force of Cylons, but not before Starbuck gets shot up and has to crash land on yet another human outpost, the planet Attila. Unfortunately, this planet has been subjugated by a Cylon garrison under the command of Spectre, an IL series similar to Lucifer. Subjugated, that is, except for a band of five children who have escaped and their father who is being held prisoner by the Cylons. Starbuck is captured by the Cylons and Baltar instructs Spectre to get the location of the Galactica. Before they can bring him in though, Starbuck is rescued by the children, led by Kyle and Miri, the eldest son and daughter, who make short work of the Cylon patrol. While Specter starts lying to Baltar to cover his mistakes, the children make a plan to trade Starbuck for their father. The Cylons agree, but double-cross them by sending a dummy instead of their father. Luckily, Starbuck convinced the children to double-cross the Cylons, too, in exactly the same way. Chastised by his almost disastrous command decision, Kyle turns over his command to Starbuck. Starbuck teaches the kids a song to beat the Cylons, and beat them they do! Spectre has managed to BS Baltar sufficiently that Baltar instructs them to leave the planet and return to base. Apollo and Boomer arrive just in time to do nothing at all except pick up Starbuck. The children and their father, the last humans alive on the planet, decide to remain, presumably to a future of loneliness, old age, and inbreeding. The end. <coughs> I just want to say here, um, before I go on, Mm-hmm. I think we've seen worse I was thinking this was absolutely the worst I think we've seen worse oh I agree uh, this this was not as bad you know I think it's the singing it's the <laughs> singing part that annoys me about this damn thing from from one end to the other it's what it's what I remember is the stupid singing my flight instructor taught me that if you're going to memorize something the best way to do it is to sing it said no flight instructor ever. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's just such a stupid, stupid, couldn't they just write it down? It's not that complicated of a plan.
1: No, it wasn't. And it it didn't involve, no, it wasn't that complicated a plan. They could have memorized it easily.
0: Exactly. It's like, uh, let's see. Let's see if I can remember it. Uh, Starbuck and the girl sneak into the place. Um, The two boys uh, walk over and blow up the ammo dump. The girl blows them up on the bridge and big dumb lunk blows his horn um yeah i think we got it mm-hmm. i believe that was the the entirety of the plan so um but there's not much going on in this story either so what do you think of it i mean is it is <clears throat> well it, it's interestingly best,
1: it? enough um i have never seen this one before really how this one got by me i will never mm-hmm. know but i have never seen this one before my only sorrow is that i wish i could still say that <laughs>
0: Well, eventually, eventually, you won't be able to say that about any episode of Galactica. I know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I, I think, I think um, the Lost Warrior was probably worse. Mm, yeah. And I think maybe the Long Patrol may have been worse. Now, Gun, gun on Ice Planet Zero is definitely worse. It's long and tedious. Yeah, uh, and it's yeah. got that going for it. Got the long. I, I don't know, but. But I don't think it's a ripoff of a movie, is
1: it? Um, not one that immediately comes to mind.
0: Not like the Goonies or
1: <laughs> no. I'm not aware of any any ripoff taking place
0: here. So this is a genuine original story. Ooh, yeah. one interesting thing: mm-hmm. there's daylight. Yeah, quite a lot of it, mm-hmm. and I rain. Was about surprised and rain.
1: Yeah, but I was I was pleasantly surprised.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I. I remember mostly the scenes at night because I remember the singing, and that all takes place at night. But, yeah, plenty of daylight. And, I, yeah. you know, I really appreciated the Cylons hip-deep trudging through the water. Mm-hmm. I bet that was a nightmare for the guys in the In the costumes? costumes oh, I'm sure it was. Unless they weren't wearing the bottom part of the costume under there. But, I mean, it, it lends... It lends a little credibility to the fact that Cylons can be a formidable enemy, but then on the other hand, they have all those stupid lines about, "Oh, it causes our circuits to rust," mm. which I think obviously was played more comedically, but
1: definitely played comedically. A lot of the things in this episode were played comedically. This was I think in terms of the Cylons was supposed to be a silly episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And but we, we could we can yeah, we can definitely say it was a, a silly episode. But at the same time, we definitely got an answer to our uh, to our question. The Cylons have emotions. They absolutely do. Oh, totally. <laughs> it's like, and they were and I kid you not, they were polishing their guns. Yeah. They were polishing their rifles. Now, is that a practical thing to do or is that a vanity thing to do? <laughs> Do you think um, they go back to their quarters at night and shine up their armor?
1: Um... No, um, no, that that's a vanity thing.
0: I think it is. I mean, I you know, I think obviously, if you're talking about a, a World War Two or World War One Enfield rifle or whichever it is, gun nuts, please correct me. Whichever war, I'm wrong on an Enfield rifle. Um, but you know, those if they get wet, if they get muddy, you know, you have to take them apart. You have to clean them. You have to get because mm-hmm. they've got moving parts. Right. Cylon weapons don't appear to be that way. Right. They're all electronic. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to work like this. If you get them in water and you get water in the. Elect- electronics they're broken. And if you get them in the water and they're waterproof, then they're not broken. Correct. So polish them is purely a thing to keep the troops busy and or to keep the troops looking smart when they're standing on patrol. And uh-huh. going with a vanity thing, they wear clothes, not the Centurions, but the A.I.L. series. I forgot about that. Because that's a thing we never mentioned. They're wearing clothes.
1: They're wearing clothes. Yeah, they are.
0: And they're sort of ornate. And I, and I know we're going to see a few more Cylons at some point and they're going to be wearing different, different clothes, so... Mm Um, we have suspicion, right, on, on Lucifer's part. Distrust. Oh, yeah. Uh, flattery. Sarcasm. Uh, sarcasm. Uh, uh, cursing. Fildekarp. Uh Yeah. Yeah. The, the, definitely if we were in doubts. Except then they get to that line where he says something like, I'm not programmed for... What was the emotion he wasn't programmed to oh, do? Oh, God. Um, was it jealousy? It was jealousy. You know, we're, we're not programmed for jealousy. But there it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, which to me makes the Cylons more interesting in a way that they are a they are a race that doesn't just relentlessly follow their programming, in a in a you know in a non deterministic sort of way. Mm-hmm. I and mean, obviously, we all just follow our programming a, 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 at a different level. But you know, they're not they aren't going to all behave the same way, even if they are the same type of creature. You know, it's like there's two IL series. It doesn't really matter that Spectre is, quote unquote, an older model, you know, whether that's true or whether that was just kind of, building himself up in on lucifer's part i'm not sure but you know their programming should be roughly the same when they come it should be the the same so
1: their behavior should more or less be the same i mean i would imagine that lucifer would be capable of more sophistication
0: if indeed he is a newer model yeah but that'll be about it and 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 the other thing and i guess you know of all the things that we see whether it's the you know the 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 jealousy or the it's it's the fact that specter has been waging a long-term disinformation campaign against his own leaders. Mm -hmm. He lied to them about his conquest of the planet so that he could get, you know, put on record that he had the the fastest planet subjugation on record, something to that effect, when in fact he hadn't completely subjugated the planet. He was hiding the fact that they keep blowing up his munitions and he's stockpiling and, and all those things. That's ambition. Mm-hmm. That's more deception, but it's deception to his own cause. It's all personal gain, it's all personal gain and yeah. and that does make that does make the cylons more interesting. It also means that you might be able someday to reason, yeah with some You've, Cylons absolutely
1: i mean there it's uh I go back to the pilot the pilot episode where Adama is telling the president that the Cylons hate them with every fiber of their existence. Well, to say hate, I mean, granted, Mm -hmm. he was using that as as a term just to try to get his point across. But the implication is the Cylon way of thinking is so incredibly alien to that of human. And that, that thought does get reinforced several times since that episode. Here, I see lots of common ground. Already now, mm-hmm. just based on uh, the the idea of well. <sighs> Personal motivations—that—that's really the big one. I mean, the, if you can feel and experience the you know, emotions as the Cylons were doing, I mean, that's—that's that's very human-based. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Baltar has it, it has shown those very same qualities as well. They're not very—they're not good qualities, but they are there. That would be already a great starting point to start off some kind of a discussion, some kind of a conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, I, I, before I forget, Specter laughed in this, too. Mm. I have that marked down. He he chuckled at one point in the course of the episode fairly early on. Um, so, you know, I could imagine a situation where if uh, they had come to a planet and, and 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 there's more to it than this. All right. Because not only is Spectre doing this, but the Cylons under his command are going along with it. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know, you know, what how their operation is, but are they absolutely loyal to their garrison commander? Or are they absolutely loyal to the imperious leader. I think
1: I, I'm going to give a little bit of benefit of the doubt on this one and say that they are loyal to their garrison commander. I mean their programming would have them be loyal to whoever it is
0: that they directly respond to so what if the Galactica had come along and said i tell you what um, we'll uh," and they met with Spectre and they said I'll tell you what we'll do we'll we'll give you some stuff to to say that you destroyed a couple of our ships and you let us go on and you'll be able to go back and claim to have scored a victory against us so you'll get promoted and and we go on our way. What do you say? Mm. You know, how far along is Spectre willing to go to, oh. to advance his own career? He's obviously willing to go long enough to keep the kid's father alive, which normally he wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, he's obviously willing to go and not report that they're still alive and giving you problems. So, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting situation. And, and also He has that line at one point where he says to the human, Megan, um, you know, if you give me your word, I'll I'll let you go on because and then he says, well, why would you why would you do that? And he says something to the effect of because I know that there are some humans whose word is let's see. I have come to learn that the word of some humans is more binding than Mm -hmm. Cylon chains. Yeah. Now, that would that would be a, a lot more believable if he didn't then turn around and betray him. Mm -hmm. So you don't know whether he's lying to him about that statement, but the fact that he can even say it -hmm. right, as a way of trying to butter up the human into believing, well, I I trust your word. You're one of the good ones. You know? Uh, It's all very... It's all very... It raises more questions than it answers about the Cylons, Mm -hmm. but it, it definitely you know, should give people hope because, you know, what if somebody could make his way to be the imperious leader by forging a peace with the, the Galacticans? You know, I don't know exactly what terms that would they would have to do to do that. But I mean, the, the potential is there. The potential is there. If you could get enough Cylons to see that it was in their best interest not to continue the war. Hmm. So they definitely should open peace negotiations with them right away and, and meet somewhere on neutral territory with their battle star, and, and it'll probably be, all be fine.
1: Well, you know, and that would fall in line with what the Imperius leader wanted
0: at the end of the pilot. The new Imperius Leader. The new right. Imperius Leader, yeah. Which we do not to this date know for sure if he's any different from the previous one. Or that he was just lying to Baltar in the same way.
1: Well, you know, that's a really good point. Um, I'd always taken him at, at face value that he meant what he said. And Baltar's just doing what he's doing because he's a man of ambition. But in light of t- this episode that we're talking about now, mm. it makes me wonder...
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: All
0: right, let's see. What else have we got about this episode that we can talk about? They ride around on unicorns. Oh, yes. (sighs) Uh, Why why that? I don't know. I mean, because it goes with the feathers? Oh. (laughs) Their outfits were not terribly the most practical, were they? No. Oh, wow. Yeah, that that was just... Wrong. And you know Dad wasn't dressed like that. He's in prison garb. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, well do Cylons do that? Do Cylons have prison garb for their prisoners?
1: Hmm. Well <laughs> Do Cylons experience jealousy? Well, we've seen that they do.
0: Yeah. I I mean I don't I
1: I mean, at this point, I'm willing to, uh, you know, accept anything.
0: Why do prisoners wear prison garb? Isn't it, isn't it twofold? Isn't it so that there is no confusion on the inside of the prison mm-hmm. as to who's a prisoner and who's a guard? Who's not, yeah. Or and who's not. And second, if they escape, particularly when they're in orange that the population has a much easier way of spotting them mm. right so for the Cylons any human that they see there there is no there is no group of humans that are not meant to be shot so it kind of doesn't make any sense for them to have prison robes but then he said you know I'll get you some clean robes so you won't look nasty for your kids well not his exact words but uh, that to me made me think that's what he got captured in and then the kids are just wearing their I I, I, I don't know what the
1: kids are Hmm. I, 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 this is what mommy and
0: daddy dressed the kids in. Yeah, <laughs> I I almost kind of feel like it was supposed to be sort of like a Lord of the Flies thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's kill us some birds and uh, make warriors outfits out of them. Oh
1: my! Well, hmm. Th- I admit that had not crossed my mind, but now that you said it, I may not
0: be able to get it out. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Um Starbucks busted up leg is conveniently healed overnight. Hate that. Hate that. Oh, good plot. thing too
1: because you got a busted leg and you're going through that nasty swampy water.
0: Oh, well, but yeah. Yeah, had a, a wound in it. Yeah, he was yeah, he sh- Overnight. Yep, I'm fine now. Don't worry. I can do all my my raids. Yeah, that was uh you almost have to have the human be injured for the Cylons to catch them, you know? They just mm. aren't that nimble. No, they're not. And they're not that good a shot either. No, they're definitely not a very good shot. Oh, oh. by the way, I think those guys should get danger pay for this episode. Walking up some of those steps oh. in those costumes, I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, that's That's got to be hazard pay. I'll go up there, but I am not doing this for a time and a half. <laughs> Mm. i can't help i can't now i just can't help looking at that at the cylon costumes and think there's a guy in there who can't see because some of those steps were genuinely unrailed i mean i don't know if that was a real ca- well, real castle <sighs> okay <laughs> not in california but you know what i mean a, a standing set as opposed to something they rigged up for this episode i think it's a standing set from somewhere but you know some of those outdoor staircases were just just that they were like staircases in real castles, no protective,
1: no guardrail, no, nothing like that yeah,
0: so uh, i I could see I could see somebody falling on that tripping on that one and going down and and getting seriously harmed. I uh, yeah,
1: probably had stunt people inside those costumes, and yeah. lots of lots of mattresses you wouldn't know, help you much, sure. yeah,
0: wouldn't help you much in that in that outfit um. Well, let's, uh, let's check in on our other characters here first. Uh, Apollo and Boomer um, are there mm-hmm. in the episode. I think Apollo got um, th- four lines. Yeah, he didn't have much to do this time around. He not have any lines. At I mean, he, the least he could have been is he could have been on patrol with uh, Starbuck, and he got a few extra lines. Literally, Boomer got more to do in this episode than Apollo did.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, he did. And I just wonder, is this one of the episodes that was originally written for Apollo and got Starbuck written in instead?
1: Uh, well, I, I didn't even know that. Huh? Well, it's possible because I think Starbuck was, you know, and we've talked about this in the past. Uh, Apollo is your, he, he is your straight and narrow good guy. But people like rogues. Mm-hmm. They like the bad boy. And Starbuck is a bad boy. Yep. So it wouldn't. So that would kind of make him the breakout character. So it wouldn't surprise me if they decided to, you know, give that to him, which is a little unusual because he
0: did have a bit of a big part in the last episode mm-hmm mm-hmm, And in the last episode he had a big part and he was behaving in a Starbucks way. yeah, you know, I mean, gambling, losing things, uh, being fooled into being the sheriff, coming up with a uh, lazy lazy answer at the end. This one absolutely could have been Apollo. I mean, hes crashes on the planet, the kids capture him, he makes his morality play, you know, you can't turn me over, blah blah blah. blah. The girl could fall for Apollo. I, I hear he's considered attractive um, you know, it, it's the whole thing fits absolutely with Apollo's personality. It could have been personality, but then, uh, yeah, w- easily but rewritten. the
1: fact that they wrote it for Starbuck is a uh, interesting, interesting thing. And this was, uh, should point out that this was written and directed by Don Belisario mm. of quantum leap fame. Well, so also a
0: long time, long time collaborator with Glenn Larson, uh, Belisario got his start with Glenn Larson. That was, and he moved on to his Belisarius mm. productions. Um, um, I can't, I think Belisarius is also Magnum P.I., if I'm not mistaken, and Simon and Simon. They're all, they're, those guys are all kind of inter interrelated. So I'm not saying they're biologically interrelated, but but they all work together at that point. And um, I think this may have been some of his earlier earlier stuff. But yeah, no, I, I have definitely heard that there were times when they would get a script where Apollo was scratched out and Starbuck was written in hmm. for all the lines. It's like, we've decided to make this a Starbucks script. And they didn't even bother to retype the script. They just, there you go. Go for it. And uh, it it yeah I, I I'd be ticked off if I were Richard Hatch in a case like that. <laughs> this I think is this I think is the one. This one feels like Apollo, but it is Starbuck. right? And, yeah, and of course it's ex- and and there is a good reason to do this with Starbuck, because it's basically the exact same thing with the Lost Warrior. Mm-hmm. Apollo gets shot, lands on planet, befriends the people locally, has to defeat the once. I mean, it, 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 how many times does that guy get shot down? Yeah. Before- would that
1: be the reason why they decided to give this one to Starbuck instead? I mean, yeah, they had written it for Apollo and then thought, you know, hey, this is a repeat of this episode, you know, we did much earlier on in the year. Oh, uh, let's, okay, we'll give it to Starbuck and th- that way it's new.
0: Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. That, that was the other thing that crossed my mind. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I don't remember what the next episode is, but I think that's when we pass beyond this sort of dearth of originality it is in the um, show.
1: i know the next one is the living legend
0: oh okay yeah i think yeah 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 that might have been one of the original miniseries ones as well
1: might have been <clears throat> i mean it is a two parter yeah
0: okay uh so we got boomer and apollo check and uh check and written off um adama is he's sick in bed for some reason sick in bed yeah we know ne- we don't know what don't know why he just is i mean it's nice to know that people in space get space colds sort of i mean i wish they didn't but there you go um and then we get that little scene with boxy and i think that's the answer i think adama is sick so that they can have the scene with him and boxy doing the little cozy up thing and and stuff i think that is part of the yeah this is a family show we definitely need to showcase the little twerk rug rat. <laughs> uh a little bit and and you know show whatever well, anyway uh so let's see what else have we got if you've got anything now now would be mm. a good time i'll like like a quick i don't have anything they <sighs> confused me with the centares and sentons this time oh i missed that i thought sentons was ours but, hmm. but i thought it was yeah it is Centons are the equivalent to hours yes but i think they said you have to get back in 20 centaries, 24 centauris, and then later there was a there was some statement that made it clear that that wasn't a typo there was centauris, and centons were less than a centauri and i
1: uh, i don't know like I said, that, that, comp- I mean, I caught, I, I, I don't know, for some reason when I heard them say 24 centauris, I just replaced it with Centons in my head.
0: I think the Cylons said Centauri's more often than, than, than the Galacticans. So, you know, you could be forgiven for thinking that's a Cylon time measure and it, but it, yeah, it isn't, it isn't. Let's see. Biggest, uh, biggest complaint I have, I mean, apart from the scene is you have two Cylons patrolling an ammo dump. They are armed. Mm -hmm. They are pacing back and forth. And they walk towards each other, meet in the middle, and then turn around and face their backs to each other and walk all the way away, allowing a huge gap for people to just basically walk between them unseen.
1: Well, it clearly shows that the uh, director for you know Don Belisario, had absolutely no clue whatsoever, and this is actually not true because he was in the military, so he should have been able to um, direct that scene that uh, so, so that the guarding of the silos would have been more believable isn't that so, more of a I'm ceremonial very pattern yeah that was a very ceremonial pattern but you know, clearly as we know i mean there is this little terrorist threat of these terrorist children so uh doing that ceremonial ceremonial guarding um walk march whatever you want to call it is terribly inappropriate and very surprising because like i said belisari was in the army and he should have known better. Yeah, I would
0: think you would position one guard stationary. And have the other one and, move. And the other one patrol, yeah. Uh something to that effect. If you if mm-hmm. you were looking around for you know, trying to cover a wider area. That would be my uh that'd be my approach. But apparently that doesn't appeal to machine logic. Uh all right. Let's see. Oh yes, yeah, so also uh Lucifer knows what Daggett drivel is.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, that was shocking to be honest. I I, I was really shocked with that.
0: Do you think the Cylons have their own pet dogs? Daggots? Cyber-daggets? I don't know.
1: But isn't that what
0: Boxy Muff- has? That's what Muffet is. Yes. I <laughs> Wow, he, that's amazing! I, you, know, I, you know what I can see? I can see when we get around to Galactica 1980. <laughs> oh my God, never, never, never! <laughs> and the uh, the 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 Imperial leader is in fact Muffet The Imperius leader is is Muffet. He's just sitting up there on the the chair, and uh, you know, spins around when the Cylons come in, and they go, Boy, "Come on!" <laughs> 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 raff, raff, raff. <laughs> they go off and do their thing. <laughs> ah. That okay. might actually make the show better. Oh, I, I suppose it would. I suppose it would. Um, and that's all I got. That's all I got, except just asking about the fate of that stupid, stupid, stupid family.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, you you nailed
1: it during the uh during your little uh your little recap. I, I mean, th- th- what what's left? Inbreeding.
0: I, I would have liked it if he had said, "I know there are a few more survivors struggling around in the woods, or something." Yeah, that we know there
1: are other villages, or other people. Around. I mean, yeah, but they're the only ones as
0: far as we know they're the only ones left on this planet and that does not make for a long-term viability Mm-mm. they definitely not to mention that it's no guarantee that the cylons won't just come back true what's to stop them what's to stop them they send another garrison just to you know keep an eye on the planet and uh or a strategic yeah it's it's a bad it's a it's a bad thing all right. Well, in that case, um, you know, there is no point in dragging on a discussion about an episode that had surprisingly uh, a surprising number of things to discuss, but really had nothing to discuss. Nothing to talk time. about. Yeah. So uh, you know, it. it I makes mean, I, sense mean, it's, I mean, we could just
1: just rip on the fact that there was just some utterly stupid elements to the story, and for me, a lot of that just centers around the Cylons I mean their behavior in here was just it was laughable totally laughable I mean it's like okay
0: this is Battlestar Galactica has now become a comedy I, I will i will say this they did uh i know there's a limited number of cylon costumes mm-hmm. they did a pretty good job of making it look like there were a lot of cylons on that planet mm, yeah yeah you know they they shot it well enough that at times you know he was able to send out two patrols from the same room and you know there's only enough costumes for one patrol and then you know even while those two patrols are getting blown up they got more cylons working elsewhere and it you know it like I say, it's all the same costumes, but sometimes you know it's all the same costumes. And I'm thinking of of the the infamous scene in in um, is it Power of the Daleks, where you know they're, they're basically running Daleks out a door, and then they're going around the corner, and basically they're just going out and around and coming around the door again, mm, around right, and around. Right. There's like three of them, and then they're just... I do remember that, and uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> So they do much better than that, but I do think they've got eight to ten Cylon costumes, um, maybe for the for the series. So they, they they did a they did a pretty good job of. In fact, I felt like this was the largest Cylon contingent we've seen hmm. on Might a planet. Might be. Might be. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't taking notes and and no.
1: counting exactly how many there were, but uh, yeah, maybe. it's just it's just
0: the first time I felt like there were actually a bunch of Cylons there, and not just two or three hanging out on the planet. Hmm. But anyway. All right. Well, uh, I will take your word for it that the next Galactica we'll be looking at is the two-part Living Legend.
1: I'm going to verify it right now, but I was looking at the schedule just the other day. Sounds right. And uh, it is. Yeah, it's the Living Legend.
0: It's the Living Legend. So that is what we will be looking at the next
1: Lloyd time. Bridges.
0: Yes. We're on a sea hunt. He is. In space. In space. Space hunt, a space sea hunt, and I think I think it may be time for us to get the train to start changing. Next time, the train of titles. There are still seven. We are still holding with seven ending with. Queen i you
1: might be. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? Not maybe yet. Still be seven. Uh huh. Until after. I don't know Living when Legend.
0: they start changing it around, but anyway.
1: I think it's after the Living Legend. Mm. That's when um, we start to see maybe some new faces. <laughs>
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Ben, thank you for joining me. Oh, a pleasure. And I hope you get better. I do, too. you get a cold. (laughs) And uh, listeners, I hope you don't have a cold. And I hope you'll join us all again next time on Fusion Patrol. Cheers. Fusion Patrol is a Lone Locust production. Like us? Please consider becoming our sponsor at patreon.com slash fusion patrol. We'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a review on iTunes. Stop by and visit us at our website, fusionpatrol.com. Search for us on Facebook under Fusion Patrol. Check out our Twitter handle, at Fusion Patrol. Or just send us an email at feedback at fusionpatrol.com. Please come join the conversation. Our music is Fight the Future by Amber Wolf.